Hi everybody, this is Gatsad. A few minutes ago I was alerted to a tweet by Sam Harris. Let me read it for you. So he writes, publicly eating these words, dot dot dot, syllable by syllable. And the words that he's referring to is a tweet that he put out on January 20th of this year where he says, feeling overwhelming gratitude for the adults in the room, dot dot dot, in reference to Biden and Harris having ascended to the highest uh, offices in the land. Uh, so on a surface level, one could say, hey, that's great. Sam is being contrite. He's revisiting uh, his former positions in light of new information. But there's a bigger story here to be told. Number one, the unmitigated disaster that is the current uh, administration is so great that Sam, who is someone who is very, very conscious of his image, uh would be playing his cards well if he comes out showing, hey, you know, I'm willing to uh, revisit my positions. Well, yeah, sure, uh, because at this point, uh, it is so obvious that the current administration is utterly inept, if not suicidal, uh, that it only makes sense that he would be, quote, contrite. So that's a bit more of a cynical look on that position. But there's a more, there's a bigger subtext here. Sam and I know each other for many years. We've communicated many times. He wrote to me when he wanted to get in touch with Jordan Peterson, and so he wanted me to uh, give him the contact and so on. He very kindly invited me on his show. We've had dinner together. We've communicated by email a few times. I've always liked Sam. I've always respected his work. He's written some wonderful books. Uh, he's got a fantastic uh, podcast, uh, with the exception of all the five years of Trump hysteria. Uh, I hear he's got a new podcast. I haven't listened to it yet but with Ricky uh, Gervais. That's great. Uh, so, you know, he's done a lot of good things. So no question about that. Over the past five years, though, the, the level of hysteria and irrationality that he exhibited put me in a difficult position because usually I don't, I try not to critique or go after people with whom I have a relationship. So in the case of Sam, even though we're not you know, the closest of buddies, we know each other professionally or personally. Uh, and so I bit my tongue for five years. And for those of you who follow my work, it's not easy for me to bite my tongue for five years. I probably deserve a Nobel Prize for that feat. Toward the end of the five-year hysteria, I put out a couple of kind of jokingly taunting clips or you know, tweets to Sam, where they were kind of oblique without even mentioning him in many cases, where, you know, I was trying to, you know, satirize his hysteria without attacking him. I think he didn't take too well to that. He unfollowed me on Twitter. Now, let me put this in context. I, I, I have a very, very happy life, knock on wood. I have a wonderful wife, beautiful kids. I have a very successful professional career. I'm a happy-go-lucky guy. So, whether Sam follows me or not ranks just around the same level of importance as to knowing what Ilhan Omar's bowel movement is. But here's what is important. I am someone who takes great offense at personal slights, someone who takes great offense at violations of personal conduct. I have maybe to a fault great personal honor. Maybe it's my Middle Eastern background. Maybe it's just the personhood of Gatsad. Well, not maybe. It is the personhood of Gatsad. 
So when you unfollow me, that's a dishonorable act. Why? Because let me contextualize his action to another very famous public intellectual who happens to be from my neck of the woods. When that person found out that it might be the case that Google may not post the talk that I had given at Talks at Google because of you know various reasons, various work reasons, he told me, well, keep me you know, keep me uh, aware of the situation. And if they don't post your clip, I will disassociate myself from Google. He had been invited to speak there. So he was taking, he was emitting a costly signal, a signal that is costly to him in, in order to defend me, in, in, in order to uh, stand by me. So men of honor, men or women of honor, don't engage. So another reason, for example, why Eric Topol, the cardiologist, whom I had listened actually on Sam Harris's show and thought, wow, this guy's very interesting. He's doing AI and medicine. Let me invite him on my show. I invite him on my show. We have a great chat. He puts out a tweet. God sad as a gem. He's a marvel. I love him, this, that. And then eventually, again, perhaps because I'm not sufficiently Trump hysteric, he unfollows me as well because he starts getting flat. You know, God sad. He's a Nazi and so on. That to me is in Arabic, there is a word which I won't even say what it is. It's truly a level of cowardice that is for the uh, eminently castrated. It's when you don't have a spine, you don't have a shakhsiyye, a personhood, so that you say, I will never violate uh, my honor by distancing myself from friends and colleagues. Sam and I know each other. Sam and I have a personal history. Not a great one, but we share so many of the same values. But when he posts, for example, when he's egging Twitter to get rid of Donald Trump, then you can't from this side of your mouth say you're for free speech and from this side say, but Trump is such a devil. It's okay if you shut him out because, you know, bruh, uh, Twitter is a private company. It's okay if, you know, presumption of innocence doesn't apply to Kavanaugh, as some progressives have said, because, you know, it's not a courtroom case. He's applying for a job. You never violate deontological first principles for tribal considerations. So Sam started pissing me off because I respected him, supposedly, for his reasoned and measured approach. And then he started systematically violating everything that he preached. And if there's something that I despise, it, I'm allergic to, is hypocrisy. For those of you who read The Parasitic Mind, I stated in The Parasitic Mind that I go by two ideals in life, truth and freedom. Okay? You never violate truth. Okay? If you believe in freedom of speech, then if you're Jewish, you support the right of Holocaust deniers to spew their Holocaust-denying nonsense. That's what it is to be consistent in your deontological principles. So yes, I'm happy that Sam Harris is exhibiting contriteness, although I worry that it's for image concerns, but that's not enough. So for those of you who are listening, never ever sacrifice an inch of your integrity. Always act with honor and valor. Take care, everybody. Cheers.